but we are we are way off the rails. We are ready to start this show. <laughs> We're ready to get back on the Vin Diesel train. Family. <laughs> I think the cops got this tonight. The cops go hard. They do go hard. Listen. Like this team is tough. Listen. Listen. Like in those other games, as she was finishing in the lane, the length of of the, of the cops is long. <laughs> Here we are now. I love it. I don't even say love. love. I don't love it. I want a banana. In my mouth, I want banana. In my mouth. Thumbs down, dude. Thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. De, de, de. This is. Who the hell are you people? Quitters never give up. Go ahead. And Quitters never give up. Oh, she's amazing. Quitters never give up. Quitters never, never give up? Right. Right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters never. What the hell is it called? Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. Because I said quitters never give up. And he said, that's all they do. Yeah, poo spray. And I'm all sticky. It's a game of inches. Ask the cocks. Ask them. And they're taking those inches. <laughs> all I'm party people. It, it's Sorry, quitters we're never out give of up. time. <laughs> Episode 105. Uh, that whole commentary on that basketball game, I just couldn't stop listening to. It was hilarious. Oh, oh I didn't introduce anybody. Right. So uh, the quitters are um, Edwin. Hello. Say hi, Edwin. Hi, Edwin. Lindsay. Is there supposed to be a drop? I'm waiting. No, I, oh, I can't okay, drop this time. We'll, we'll, we'll put something in post. No, no, we don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have to rip up all of TGP. Lindsay. Producer Drew. Hi. Jennifer Sunshine. Hello, party people. And I'm Christopher Rosales, and it is a drinking show. I love to ride on the drinking horse. So, uh... Yay! <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a very special... Flashback. Because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now... Flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. All right, Ralph Carpenter's here to kill this beat. Breaking news. What? The Bro- US, breaking news. The U.S. lost their bid for the World Cup in 2022. Yeah, F you and F soccer 2022. <laughs> God damn. I'm just driving Ralph crazy. Like, we're, we're not even going to be here in 2022. Trust me. <laughs> as a nation or as a no, people? There's some global apocalypse that's going to happen, so don't worry about it. All right. The event will kill us or whatever? Yes, exactly. Ralph has said this a few times. He's been predicting a few things. Uh, so this was sent to me by listener Chris. So enjoy. Lisa May, how excited are you? Uh, pretty damn excited. This is a long time coming. First day. It's my candle blowing birthday. As you know, in recent weeks and months, ever since we first heard I'm the Best, we have fallen in love with our next guest. He is a rapper that goes by the name GMC Faux Show, and he joins us on the Kevin and Bean Show right now. Hi, GMC Faux Show. How are you, my friend? Hey, what's going on? Well, we're going, we're going great. We're very excited to finally get you on. You are quite elusive. Our producer, Dave, has been trying a long time to get a hold of you, buddy. Yeah, man, I'm not too big on talking. <laughs> That's what I understand. And this is what's a surprise because a lot of people in the rap game, you know, they're doing everything they can to kind of get their name out there and their face out there. We had the hardest time with your first few videos even figuring out what your name was. Like, you are really on the down low. Yeah, man, I'm just trying to hear. I'm out here moving in silence. That's all. Uh, understood, yeah. All right, so so what's your story? How long have you been rapping? What? Uh, where are you from? What's What's going on? What's your deal? All right, man, I'm from Detroit, still in Detroit. Uh, it's cold outside. Um, I've been <laughs> rapping for about a couple of years. Uh-huh. And are you making a living as a rapping, or is this something you're doing as a hobby? Uh, I mean, I can make some money off of it every once in a while, but yeah. Do you, do you ever play live? Yeah, I'm about to do this uh, 420 show in North Carolina next month. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Now, I saw that your songs, I saw you got an album up on iTunes. You're selling a bunch of your stuff on Bandcamp. Are you able to move any product? Are people buying it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Making a lot of money off of that. Somehow. That's fantastic. <laughs> now, how did you How did you find out that we were such big fans of yours out here in L.A.? 
you know, normally I'm just I'm on the internet, man. I'm pretty much everywhere. I know what's going on. I see my name. I just I'm just looking into it. Okay, um, tell me how you ended up being the guy with so much swag. <laughs> man, I would just say I was born with it. I mean, you always know you got the swag. Right. So I can't get it if I wasn't born with it. Yeah, is, is it too late for Lisa? Can't, I can't teach you. You can just learn. Well, I guess you could try to learn by example. Just watch me, but I can't give you any. It's oh, <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> now I saw your interview in the OC Weekly where you said that you tattooed GWAS across your chest. Tell us why. Oh, so that you can see it in the, uh, the mirror, the rearview mirror. You know, like the ambulance always got his name in there backwards. Right, so you put swag in reverse on so that the hose can see it in their rearview mirrors when you're leaving. Word, word, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, you have a lot of swag in a lot of your songs. In fact, uh, there's there's one of your songs that I love, and here's just a t- just a taste of it. All right, so I feel like you've got swag covered. What's it like for you when you see somebody like little Justin Bieber putting swag in his songs? Does that just burn you up? No, I mean, see, see, the thing about swag is, I mean, you just got to have it. You know, if Justin Bieber, he, he has to have a little bit of swag. I mean, to have that many people following him. I can't I can't hate on Justin Bieber, man. So, so swag is big enough to go around that everybody can have a piece? I mean, we all got our own unique swags. I mean, my aura is probably orange. His might be a little lime green or something. It's all good. But see, I didn't think about that. That's a good point. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Tell me about your friends that I see in these videos that you make. Oh. <laughs> Oh, we just lost one of them. He, uh, he had a hernia. He's going for the real record. The longest <laughs> person with a hernia. You guys think I'm playing? I'm serious. I'm just about to drop this track about missing him. Wait, hold on a second. I'm sorry. You lost it because what? He has a hernia. He's what's the he what's the hernia, world record? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Had, I don't, we don't know what the world record was, but he was going for it. He didn't want to pay his bill at the hospital. Had a hernia. Swag too hard. <laughs> I have to drop a song for it. Not okay. even joking. Not even joking. It's coming out in about two days. And what's that song going to be called? Uh, am I am I delayed? Uh, yeah, don't say it. Don't say it. If it's something we can't say on the radio, we'll have to wait and see it on the YouTube channel. All right, we're yeah, talking to. to wait we'll wait and see it. We'll talk. We're talking to GMC Faux Show. And by the way, where did that uh, where did that name come from? Because we were saying earlier, if you don't already have a deal selling GMC trucks, it seems like you're giving it away. <laughs> No, see, uh, you know, like back in the day, we used to uh, come up with names on like on Instant Messenger or something. You didn't want any sure. numbers behind it. Sure. Put a GNC for show, no number. I didn't have to put a, like a twelve or eighteen or nine. So, in other words, you just came it. up with something that nobody nobody else was going to have that, so you could claim it as your own. Yep, I just hit enter and then that was it. Gotcha. All right, let me ask you about a couple other songs because you know we play them all here on uh, Kerock. Tell me a little bit about this one. Girl, you got them Tell me about all these ladies in the dim pants video. Are they are they models that you hired, or do you live in a neighborhood with that many hotties? Man, we all, come on now. Everybody wear them pants. You can find them pants on the street, uh, the restaurant, pay less shoes anywhere, man. <laughs> hey, y'all want to be in this? Just want to be in this video? You're like, yeah, just have some drinks over. I just, I just get the impression that it must be a party at your house, GMC Faux Show. It just seems like a crazy video of you wearing oven mitts could did the kitchen being on fire could just break out at any time, right? Real, real talk. I mean, we just over here partying at my mama's house. <laughs> All right, let me play a couple more clips. Here's another one that we haven't played much on K Rock, but I love this, especially with the NBA Finals coming up. A little bit of your track about Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. You know what's terrible? Haters with no swag crumple y'all up like a paper bag crunch. How come ding-dongs look like hockey pucks? Let's get dangerous. <laughs> Dark wing duck. Okay, there you go. There's a Charles Barkley track. Now, do you, are you just writing all the time? Are you a freestyle guy who comes up with a bunch of stuff off the top of your head or what? Oh, man, these words that I put down on – I put these on the pad, man. And you're, you, you strike me as an pro, incredibly prolific guy, though. It seems like you have a, a lot of songs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going for about 40, 40 on this album. Wow. And what's the what's the plan? I mean, what would you like to see happen with your career now? Uh, you know, just do more live shows, be, be on TV, do commercials, direct stuff. I don't care, man. I'm going to do everything. It's whatever. And, and you're uh, you're there in Detroit. Have you, uh, have you gotten on Eminem's radar at all? Because he's pretty good about bringing up people behind him. 
Oh, man, I've never said nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Um, all right. Bef- before we let you go, GMC Faux Show, and again, we have a bunch of these videos up in the com section of krock.com. You can go check them out. You really should. The, I mean, you're really only getting half the act if you hear the if you hear the songs. You've got to see these videos because they're, they're tremendous. But do you, have a, do you have a team? Do you have professionals, people that are working to try to kind of get the, the music and the message out there, GMC Faux Show? No, man. I just let the people do what they want. If they want to hear it, they'll hear it. It's that simple to me. All right, so you're just making the songs, and people can find you on YouTube, and just you'll take it uh, every day at a time, see how it comes. Yep. All right. Sounds like sounds, a good plan. Sounds great. You got any kind of swag message for the Kevin and Bean listeners as we head into the weekend before we say goodbye, sir? No, go forth and swag hard. That's all I can say. Go forth and swag hard at the GMC Mo <laughs> Show. You the best, man. Thanks for coming on today. We enjoyed talking to you. Er. Er. <laughs> oh, so legend. Good. Legend. That Here's guy was back. great. Where was Kev Dog, by the way? Yeah, very absent. I think Kev Dog is GMC full show. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen them in the same room at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just wait for the GMC full show and the Peak the Rodeo Clown mashup. Oh, uh, that God. song's going to be epic. <laughs> Can we get a little preview? <laughs> Uh, wow. Now I can't get into character that quickly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last one. Now that's a song. What are you saying? Play that instead? Madness by Muse is a song. It's a world famous K-Rock. It's nine minutes after nine o'clock. It's funny you should say that because that was the theme song for the March Madness coverage on CBS. So you heard that song a bunch. But when the game was over last night, the college, the men's college basketball championship last night in Louisville, as they pronounce it, Louisville was the champion. That's not the song they played. They played Luther instead. Yeah, they played One Shining Moment by Luther Vendross. Mm-hmm. I can't be the only one that hates this. You are I'm the only sure one who hates not. it. I, no, you are. he's not. Look, who I, else hates it? Who have you ever who else have you ever heard who says that tradition that has been going on for decades that people love is sucky? All right, let me get this out of the way first. Why does Kevin hate old people? Why does Kevin hate baseball? Why does Kevin hate? Why does he hate the Beatles, Al Roker, and wine drinkers? Why does Kevin hate anything made before 1985? That is so dumb. What will Kevin hate today? All right, now listen. I want to clarify because you said, why do you hate the tradition? I don't hate the tradition. I love the tradition. Mm-hmm. I love sports montages. I make them on my own time for my own enjoyment. Okay. I love okay. it. Love okay. it. Couldn't but love this, it more. But this tradition Music is... Music is really important in those, though. Right. But this tradition is you get to play one shining moment, and the and CBS does a montage of moments from the tournament. And that's part of that's part of but, the fun of winning is being in that, being a part of that tradition. Kevin, what you're suggesting is green jackets are ugly. So when you win the Masters now, you get a plaid jacket instead because the green jacket was tacky. I don't care about that either. But, but what I'm saying is it's a tradition. The little golfers that are growing up watching other people win the Masters want to get that hideous green jacket because that's what you get when you win the Masters. It Just was like a tradition these, to not allow women on golf courses too. So what? Tradition does not make it good. One for but, Kevin. Thank you, but, Lisa. <laughs> I don't even I don't even get the connection. I'm talking about little kids who are playing basketball that one day dream of growing up and being on a team that wins an NCAA tournament. And I tournament. hope they do that, and I hope they're put in a video montage that celebrates them that's not a soft rock Lionel Richie effing song. First of all, it's the Luther Vandross. But second of my all, balls. <laughs> second of all, this is the song that they've grown up watching as the montage song. Why change How it? How terrible is this song? Let's hear a little bit of it from last night's broadcast. We culminate our celebration of 75 years of They tease it all night. CAA March Madness with the 2013 edition of One Shining Moment. All right, now let me just stop it right there. This is a cheesy ass love ballad. Done by F and Air Supply or somebody. Weak, weak sound keyboards and stuff. It's just what a crappy right. song. Is your well, problem I'm just place the song with a good song? Is your is your problem the song or is the problem that Daddy does it? Would you be happy with One Shining Moment if Goat no. Horror recorded their version? No, because theirs wouldn't sound like that, and the lyrics are so stupid. I got the lyrics here. The ball is tipped, and there you are. 
That's the first two lines. <laughs> That's you. Seems, seems appropriate You're for a basketball for tournament. You're a shooting star. Come on. Yeah. Long intro, always good. And then, by the way, they were showing cheerleaders the entire time. And there you are. You're running for your it's not just it's just it's such a horrible song that everybody Look, has come to it accept it's crazy cheesy it's I'm really not, cheesy yeah. and really really poorly produced it sounds I'm not like 1986 i'm not saying it's a great song i'm, I'm saying not it's saying a it's, horrible song i'm not saying it's on my ipod it's not something that i want to listen to but i'm telling you that it is appropriate for that moment when no. somebody has just won the college basketball championship as teams have been doing for decades it that's was, what they want it w- no they want to win the championship is what they want to do being they don't want to be in one shining moment they want you to know, be in uh, whatever song they choose to make a montage out of. And the music you know, is um, super important. And this is a cheesy 1986 song. And the very next year, they should have gone, that sucked. Let's pick a better song. <laughs> CBS tried to change it up a couple of years ago. They still did one shining moment, but they replaced the cheesy-ass Luther Vandross version that you call it. And they replaced it with Jennifer Hudson, who's a great contemporary singer. Yeah, you know what's wrong? The song. People, it sucks ass. People inundated the network with don't change that song. Don't let anyone else sing that song but Luther Vandross. That's the version we like. That's the version we know. Put it back on. But and that's time what they've been is doing short since then. and the road <laughs> is long in the blinking of an eye. <laughs> that moment's gone. Look, it's tradition. Just like there are Christmas tradition songs that get played on the... It's not a reason to keep doing something unless it's, it's a, a good tradition. It's a reason we do lots of things that are... Look, you go home for Thanksgiving for for tradition's sake, even if you don't want to go, because it's tradition. That's what you do. We so play this cra- is the Thanksgiving that you don't want to go to. That's we play song. crappy songs on the radio at Christmas time because they're standards, because they're Christmas standards, and it means Christmas, and that's what but people Christmas associate with it. Christmas is not this lame. This is a lame, soft rock love song that should have been laughed off of CBS 25 years ago. You're on your own on this one, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm, I switched over. You are the lone voice in the wilderness on this one. That is true most of the time. But let me just <laughs> let me just finish by saying I did switch over to True TV, mm-hmm. which is what CBS's coverage, where it continued. They mm-hmm. did the pe- the press conference and stuff like that, and I got into the last half. Of a montage with Muse singing Madness. Oh, that's cool. And it was great. Way happier with that, were yes, you? Yes, and there were highlights, and there was coaches, and there were people crying and hitting three-pointers, and it was amazingly good. So you're happy Luther Vandross is dead. That's the point? Yes, and I <laughs> wish the song would have gone with him. So good. <laughs> oh, Kevin does God. not give up on his hate. Kevin hates. Yeah, he, he hates hard. Hard. Well, he does. So does Omar with Glee, Glee, Crap, Glee, Crap, and Rachel Ray. I mean, they all have, everyone has their own stuff. So it's just kind of funny. And Psycho Mike with uh, Halloween children going to the wrong neighborhood. So it's there. True. Okay. Next segment. Next segment. Next segment. What is the next segment? Should we, should we do the podcast roundup? Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> We get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. He's an asshole. Let's start it off with a message from Steve Ashton. Hi, everyone. Just a quick uh, note to say thanks so much for everyone who's reached out and uh, especially contributed to the um, GoFundMe uh, thing, uh, which will help me recover once I get out of hospital. I've been here for about four weeks nearly, and not doing so great, but doing a lot better than I did do. Um, At least I can talk and everything now. Um, But thanks again for everyone who's contributed to Anything that uh, Lily has uh, set up. Thanks so much to her and to Lisa for uh, looking after me during this challenging time. 
Um, I will be back as soon as I possibly can. But uh, thanks again for everyone who's contributed. And I'll send you uh, some more specific notes once I'm a bit more cognizant. Take care. Speak to you soon. Thanks. It was really good to hear from Steve. It's a nice little update there. A lot of positive news. But uh, he still needs a lot of help. So go to the GoFundMe. Donate. Everybody that's listening, Steve. I know there's only maybe not that many, but I hope a lot of people donate and uh, help him out. We're going to focus on the Frank and Friends show and Easter. Frank has an interesting story about how he stole Easter eggs from the White House. So what is the story? Because... If you can see these, they say a family Easter at the White House, 1990. Well, I was there. So what, what's the story behind that? Well, well, when I worked at uh, WAVA, All Hit 105, yeah. we often would do events around town. And for whatever reason, the star DJs, Don and Mike, were invited as local celebrities hmm. to go to the White House Easter egg roll, which is on the day after Easter every year. And they would have celebrities autographing wooden eggs. Oh. And it would be like local TV and the public would recognize. And I don't know why we got so many in 1990. Because we have one from 1988. Yeah. But in um, 90, there must have been an overabundance, a plethora Mm -hmm. of the eggs. Plus, Frank Jr. was born in January of 1990. So I'm guessing that the DJs, Don and Mike, probably gave us their extras. That makes sense, for, so that you can for use Megan them for the kids. And Frankie, and, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we saved them all these years, and we pull them out, you know, at Easter time, make a nice little display. It's a nice memory. Yeah. So a couple of things there. Don and Mike, Don Geronimo is Bean's hero, is the his mentor. And then WAVA, we're going to hear a little bit about WAVA later. But uh, there's more of Frank, the most interesting man in the world, taking Easter eggs from 1990. And he still has them on display at his house. All right. On Kevin and Snuggo, they did one American dollar and they they were discussing the deadliest sports. So Kevin had to guess which are the deadliest sports. Obviously, he was just talking from his own experience, just things he did. But one of the deadliest sports brought in a memory of Rodney. Uh, wow, man. I don't know. Um, running? Running? And that reminds me of a story. Don't, don't say it so... People get really sick, and you're right. You know, it's one of my favorite stories about a, a fellow guy that worked over the other station that kind of talked right. like this, and he, he came in, and he was all bruised up one time, and someone asked him, what happened? You know, what happened? How did you... I was running. I was, all right. No, I was walking. What? That was the end of the story. He didn't go any further. <laughs> Do I get credit for walking in that guess? <laughs> Only because we bring him up? No. So Rodney had a weird story about falling while walking, but didn't tell anybody what exactly happened. So I guess we'll all just draw our own conclusions and figure out what's going it's on. It's better that way. He was Fill coming, yourself. Out, of, he was coming <laughs> out of, you know, the rainbow room and there was Blondie and he was like, hey, Blondie, how's it going? And then there was a crack in the sidewalk and he tripped and he fell and he bruised his eyebrow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Godhead. All right, and let's go over to the Ralph report. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph has COVID once again. This is an experiment, kids. <laughs> Eddie and I are not in the same room today for the most stupid, god-awful <laughs> of all reasons. As you know, last week, you folks were kind enough to give me some time off to spend with my kid, Olivia, and we took a lovely daddy-daughter road trip up and down the coast of California. But I got back at the end of last week, and I said, I think I feel a cold coming on. And I said, you know what? Just for the fuck of it. And it can't be, because I just uh, no, was, I was, I was just waylaid with yeah. the evil virus back in November. Odds are I astronomical. Just, it, it's ridiculous. The most reckless gambler would cringe. So I took myself a COVID test and son of a bitch. God damn it. I have COVID again. He has COVID. They are doing the Ralph report remotely. You know, I the sound quality is pretty a lot different than it's a not as good as it used to be. It sounds really uh, good to me. Am I just high? 
No, I think it sounds pretty good. And there's, you'll hear certain (laughs) things where it sounds like Eddie's in a can, but beyond that, it's actually pretty good. (laughs) There will be a couple of laughs that I will play on clips that Eddie sounds kind of, it it, it gets kind of weird. People that do remote podcasts, they always sound bad. Yeah, we do. I know. (laughs) All right. The next thing is, uh, is it Marriott or Marriott? Marriott. Marriott? Marriott, the Marriott, the Marriott. It's, an o- it's OT Marriott. I'm gonna check. I checked in at the Marriott down the street. I think I say Marriott. I think it's Marriott. I'm I going say Marriott. to the Marriott near the airport. No one Wait, says Marriott. It's, it's OT Marriott, M A R R I O T, right? Yeah, Marriott, not Marriott. But there's an I in front of it, isn't there? Right. Well, how Does do that you negate say the O? What do you say when a large group of people uh, run roughshod in the streets when they're upset about something? A riot? <laughs> I guarantee you don't say riot. Everyone, there's a riot. No one says They're rioting in the street. Rioting in the street. They're rioting in the streets. Rioting. Say, oh, no. Look outside. There's a riot going on. <laughs> I don't think it's Marriott. I think it's I think a Marriott. Marriott. I think it's Marriott. Marriott. I don't think it's Marriott. Which is it, the Marriott Hotel or the Marriott Hotel? We should have probably asked David Hasselhoff. Um, do you think there's rooms at the Marriott available, do you know? <laughs> so Marriott is how David Hasselhoff says it. And then yeah. there was a question as to whether how to say riot, and Sublime says it this way. What I got. Don't start a riot. Yep. So it's Riot, it's Marriott. It's Riot and Marriott. That's I, I was taught Thank this you. from a child. And that's that's how I will live to the day. I'm sorry. That's, what was that? A child taught you? <laughs> I said that was how I was taught as a child. It's oh, it Marriott. <laughs> well, also too, a riot. Ralph also caught some shit. I believe he covered it on the show because he couldn't pronounce manure instead of manure. <laughs> And he was also called out many times on the radio for saying horrible instead of horrible. So the Philly accent comes through. It does. I think it does. That's terrible. That's terrible. Terrible. That's terrible. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. Did you know Ralph had a pet rabbit when he moved to LA? What was his name? Andre? I'm not sure, but he, he has an interesting story that kept him laughing the whole show. So I eventually had to let go of the rabbit. You open the door. <laughs> well, here's what I did. And after the fact, someone told me that I, I doomed this rabbit to a horrible death. <laughs> you let it go. I drove out to <laughs> a, a, a golf course. Oh, no. A golf course in nearby Glendale, California. And I just, I went to the fence where the golf course was and I pulled the fence up as much as I could, the chain link, and I, I put the bunny underneath. Oh, the... it was dead by nightfall. You know that, right? <laughs> I don't think so. It was dead by nightfall. Everybody's saying, you know, coyotes and whatnot, we'll just go after that rabbit like it's. Was uh, it white? Of course, yeah. Yeah, it was dead by nightfall. No, I think their instinct kicks in. And if they're threatened or whatever, they just bolt for the nearest brush. Their domesticated rabbit instinct kicked in. And it was like, what the fuck? Where the fuck am I? And then it got eaten. I like That's to I like to think it went off and had a very happy life. That rabbit lived years. <laughs> no. It's still out there in Glendale. No, okay. You know, this is a part of the California DMV test. Part of the driving test, and one of the questions you can get, which of the following is illegal? And it's like parking in a bike lane, passing in, you know, a two-lane white divided. And then one of them is abandoning an animal from your vehicle. Guess which one is the wrong answer? Because I figured that's the one that's not right because it has nothing to do with driving. But they're like, no, from your vehicle. I'm like, wait, that's a thing? They're like, yeah, there's a straight law. So Ralph just admitted to break into law, um, first of all. Second of all, that animal's gone. Yeah. It was a great circle of life, but it was something's dinner that night, for sure. Have you seen those videos where they let go of an animal that they've nursed back to health and just, it just something gets swooped up instantly? Yeah, exactly. just, the the, the mm-hmm. food chain just continues on instantly. Yeah. Yeah. So was the rabbit's name Andre? Something like that. Augustus or something. He named it something like that. Fuck rabbits. It's a good memory if you can remember that. <laughs> I've probably had enough rabbits growing up. I hate them. 
Rabbit, rabbit. All right, let's go over to the TGP. I'm so mad. What happened, Edwin? I completely forgot you guys told me it was coming up. We could have taken that thing over. We could have, but three of us were on the show. One was a sneaky guest. This is Loves talking about the Offspring song, Bad Habit, and his experience with it. Mark was a super early adopter of Jane's addiction. And Mark was like my dangerous friend. You ever have like the friend that's like kind of <laughs> kind of dangerous and you're like, I like you, but like yeah, you kind of freak me out a little bit. <laughs> and so because he liked Jane's Addiction, and because Jane's Addiction was like legitimately an insane band, I was I was always like they had the cover of the album with the like Siamese twins naked on the front with their hair on fire. Right. The whole thing was freaky to me. It was right. just scary. I was yeah. scared of Jane's Addiction. When I was listening to this song this time, I was like, I hear Jane's addiction right when it goes nuts. I hear um, just the the ritual. What, what's the name of that album? Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. But like, so then I go backwards and I listen to Jane's addiction after I get exposed to this. Right. And it like opens up a whole L.A. punk edgy totally. rock kind of thing for me. And I'm just like, it, it is the sound that I like the most. The thing that I found funny is that when I was in high school, I really loved Jane's Addiction. So I could just imagine Loves being scared of me just because I I, I like Jane's Addiction. It just blows my mind. They, they didn't seem that dangerous to me. I don't know. I, I mean, the, the band talks about some odd messages like waking up, you know, drunk on St. Andrews, you know, St. Andrews Boulevard in front of the church or, you know, where Jane says, like, there, there's some the messages in there, but I mean, just to like music doesn't mean that you're dangerous. But at the same time, I, you know, I probably was in that crowd that I would be considered dangerous. <laughs> uh, Christopher called the cops on his neighbors. <laughs> uh, loves called the cops on me for listening to Jane's addiction. <laughs> You know, it's funny when I heard, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but when I heard this play, I was like, this was Jen who submitted it like immediately. Oh, really? How funny. I, I well, thought let's go, that. Let's go over to my comment because I actually commented on this song. Christopher coming in. Christopher. You son of a bitch. Just so I can play that drop again. Here we go. I have to vote yes or Jen will quit our podcast and never speak to me again. Ah, that might be a cue as to oh. who the submitter is. So there we go. Right off the bat, I instantly thought of Jen when this song was out on the list. <laughs> I didn't think she submitted it for some uh-huh. reason, but I, I thought if we ever talked about it, Jen would say, you didn't vote for this song. Bye. <laughs> no, I'm never speaking to you again. I'm sending the bear, you know, the smoked out marijuana bear, bear down to your house to eat you out. <laughs> Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. That's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yogi Bear, Yogi Bear. Uh, so it was Jen submit, and this is the result you. of of the list. All right. Well, the submitter is Jennifer Sunshine of the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. But without any comments, she just freaking shot her shot and didn't have anything to wow. say. She just let the music stand for itself. And if we go to the votes, there was no consensus, but there was a chaos yes from Christopher leading mm. to. Jen, you you beat our little game with wow. the best little needle thread I could have imagined. Kudos to you. Take a bow, Jen. Bravo, Jen. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you all very much. Okay. The girls on this show know how to throw that show into chaos. <laughs> that you do. I got them to say butthole. I, 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 I take pride in that. <laughs> all right, let's go over to Capatina chat. Dick pics. Have you guys ever wondered the etiquette for dick pics? What to do when you get a dick pic? How to send a dick pic? Well, Allie has answers for you. I open up my phone. You have sent me an unsolicited dick pic. I immediately respond with, did you just send me a child's penis? (laughs) To which the person says, no, my God, why would I do that? And then you say, oh, my God, this is a child's dick. I'm calling the cops. (laughs) And that's it. It's over. Good night, everybody. I love that. Bravo. 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 That's excellent Bravo. advice. Everybody should follow that. <laughs> and then she also gives advice on how to send a proper dick pic. By the way, some people are 
growers, not showers. So I don't think you automatically want to want to judge based on that early okay. photo, right? First of all, if you're sending a pic, why are we uh -huh. discussing this? If you're sending a pic not in its best light I see. That's and length and girth, all of that, what are you doing? What are you like, oh, hey, it was cold out. <laughs> and you send that? No, dudes. The more you know, the more you grow. It's true. Go to a sauna. Make sure the blood flow's going. Make sure the lighting's good. So bring some lighting. Cause sauna's only got a light in the roof. I am only speaking from. Put a hat on it. This. Maybe a little Santa Claus beard. <laughs> this is both a moment with and something that requires the viewer discretion is dropped. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I'm so glad I dated before cell phones. Right? Didn't have to worry about any of this stuff. <laughs> Let me talk Just to the dick pic, Ed, Edwin had to have the the guy with the guy behind the camera with the with the hood and the flash. <laughs> Oh my fucking god, I'm just imagining that she's just like lighting the he's the, he's the assistant lighting the fucking coal. Are you sick right now? <laughs> what just came out of your mouth? Oh, you guys we're, always... sending, we're sending that to the lab. We'll figure it out next week. You guys always make fun of me when my because I get drunker, my voice gets higher, but that right there. That was inaudible. You're doing it too. That was, that was inaudible. That was Kevin esque, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of Kevin, they also wondered whether Kevin takes his own advice regarding weddings. Hey guys. So I was sitting here thinking about Kevin and Marin's upcoming nuptials and wondering if Kevin's going to heed his own advice that he gave all of us listeners of the old radio show back in the day. And that is to make sure you look like crap for your wedding pictures mm -hmm. so that in a few years when people come visit and they see your pictures, they'll be like, oh, my God, you look, guys look so amazing now. So I don't know if he remembers that, but hopefully he does. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Kevin was so proud of coming up yeah. with that. He really he thought, thought that was that was brilliant. the greatest piece of advice he ever offered to the world at large. And I think he's right. So now he's in a position where he's going to be getting married. What's he supposed to do? I think his whole thing was that you just eat as much as you want, mm -hmm. enjoy your time, mm -hmm. and then maybe get back into a little bit better shape after. Yeah. But I say to you, you're marrying Marin Dungey. Right. Stop it. <laughs> Be on your best goddamn behavior. This is the exception. You can't afford yes! to You can't afford to gain that extra you 10 pounds. You are marrying like my honest. friend yeah. Marin freaking Dungy. Okay. All right. Marin freaking Dungy. Yeah. I can't even go that high. Yes, you can. <laughs> That's it. That's a little little pitchy dog. I think Drew could go that high. Say Mary and Freaking. Uh, Mary and Freaking done. <laughs> <clears throat> no, it's Marriott's Freaking Dungeon. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so does Kevin follow his own advice? Does he gain weight? Maybe he looks disheveled. Maybe he gets a few guys to beat no. him up in the back alley. No, this is actually the one time he actually knows he can't do that because it's going to be on People Magazine and things like that. Like, they got a gauge that got printed. But I can't see Kevin either going for, like, you know, facials and Botox and all that kind of stuff to look better. You know what I mean? Like, I think Kevin's just like, this is who I am because he runs all the time, right? He's a tall, skinny dude anyway. He's not going to gain a bunch of weight. But I think he's just going to be like, this is who I am. I'm not going to do anything to make myself look better. Um, so accept me, accept me as who I am. Edwin, you've been waiting for more Flash Phillips drops, right? Oh, more today Flash was Phillips awesome, yeah. That's all you've been asking for. Well, Bean has more Flash Phillips for you. We're so when I was back in Washington recently packing up my mother-in-law's house, I found this box that has cassettes in it. I don't know what most of them are. I think most of them are Kevin and Bean air checks from the early days because they're on cassette. So I suspect Amazing. that dates them to the 90s. But I also found this one tape that said WAVA Flash Phillips, oh and it's from yes. 1987. All right. 
Let's see how much of this we can get through before okay. we all throw up. WBA. Who am I talking to? Slash Phillips. Okay, thank you. I wonder what the right answer was. Okay, that's the first one. I have more. And you want to you want to bring up how our voices go high? You got to hear this one. WABA Power 105. Bean's voice is way up there. It doesn't even sound like him. That's it does not. sped up for some reason, isn't it? That, yeah. That's not his real yeah. voice. That's definitely Chipmunk esque. He, well, okay, I got more. Sends these uh, digitized cassettes over to Stockdale. Stockdale, 
Uh, a little pitchy dog. Sorry. Enthusiastic Stockdale. I can do it. Didn't hit. Come on, guys. Let's do this. One, two, three. Stockdale. That was even worse. (laughs) I'm sure. It's a drinking show. Come on. Are we going to the week that was? For God's sake. The week that was. Please. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, I'm sorry. One, two, it's a new day. Our feature presentation. Week of love. 2012. Kevin and Bean will be in Freeman, South Dakota to meet those East German chicks and drink some beer. We're doing the week that was April 2 to 6, 2012. The big announcement on Monday was the Weenie Roast announcement. Now, as you listen to Kevin all through this week, he's going to hockey games. He's not getting much sleep, so he's in rare form. This morning at 7.15, we've got details on the 20th annual K-Rock Fiesta. Weenie Sorry. Roast? Weenie Roast and Fiesta. Yeah! Can I try that again? Yes, please, because it's the <laughs> first morning, time you're saying it. This morning at 7.15, <laughs> yeah. we have details on the 20th annual K-Rock Weenie Roast e-Fiesta. There you go. Yeah! And the kids are still happy. <laughs> kids are still happy. Do we have to say I, I, I now? Is that yes, part of that? Yeah, oh. it's in the paperwork. I didn't realize that. Yeah. The kids had enthusiasm both times. Interesting, the 20th annual. So here's the actual lineup. Music team. Isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? The 20th annual K-Rock Weedie Roast Fiesta. Saturday, Cinco de Mayo, Verizon Wireless Amphitheater. Hi, this is Chris, the singer from the band Coldplay. Hello, my name is Brandon. We're from the band Incubus. Dexter from the Offspring, and you'll see us at the KROQ Winnie Roast. With a thousand eyes in a pitted sky, nothing's free. Hi, this is Brian and from Silvers and Pickups. Who? Pennywise. Hello, amigos. It's Tom DeLong from Angels and Airwaves, and we'll see you at the K-Rock Winnie Roast. Dirty heads. Garbage. And. Sales. Alienation. Of monsters and men. Walk the moon. The 20th annual K Rock Weedy Roast Fiesta. Exclusive K-Rock Street Team on sale Thursday at noon. Details at krock.com. The 20th annual K-Rock Weenie Roast DPS is presented by Farmer John. Taste the local flavor. Come on! Well, killer lineup. And we have a breaking news bulletin. Drew says he was at that Weenie Roast. That was true. He tasted that local flavor. That was my first Weenie Roast. It was 2012. Um, that was the first one I actually went to despite wanting to go since like 99, but that was, that was my first. I think that's a super strong lineup. It, it, oh. was, one of, it was one of the better shows I've been to in my lifetime. I can tell you that. Remember when music used to be good? Honestly, those <laughs> was were great. a lot of EDM great. remixes of a lot of like the Coldplay. I thought was yeah. something else to start. That that wasn't standard Chris Martin Coldplay of the era. That was that was the one remix that probably uh, DJ Jeremy or Jeremy was Jeremiah Jeremiah Red. I don't know, yeah. but that it, it definitely sounded like the Skrillex version of a lot of those songs. Yeah, April three. This was a big celebrity birthday that has something to do with Kevin and Bean, Tony Orlando. And legendary singer Tony Orlando is 68 years old today. I promised you uh, Tony Orlando and Kevin and Bean and the hit single that they recorded together when they were a trio back in the day. 
It was the salute to the festival known as Schmeckfest. And I believe Kevin and Bean wrote this song, brought Tony Orlando in to sing, and the result, as they say on Behind the Music, was magic. <laughs> Tony really brought it. Yeah. He really brought it. Yeah. You think that's funny? Gather around, boys and girls, and listen. You know that Schmeckfest is a special time each year. Kevin and Bean will be in Freeman, South Dakota. To meet those East German chicks and drink some beer. There'll be lots of screaming men and women and children. There will be sauerkraut and knockers. Did we mention beer? Whoa, baby. Thank you, our special new friend, Tony Orlando. No problem. For helping K-Rock celebrate Schmeckfest this year. Schmeckfest. <laughs> yeah, Schmeckfest. I think my favorite lyric still has to be, there'll be lots of screaming men and women and children. I don't know what's going on at Schmeckfest, but apparently everyone is terrified and running for their lives. If I remember correctly, Bean, by himself, went. To Schmeckfest? I believe I I did, yes. Yes. To be our correspondent. Bean, by himself, went. It's a, uh, it's kind you know, of it's a, but it's Kevin, you're right there on this theme song. You're, no, I can I hear know. you easily no, no, I'm not trying to get recording out of that with part. Tony Orlando. The, the powerful Schmeckfest theme. Listen. Theme from Schmeckfest, we're not, as it's known on the soundtrack. We're not proud of really anything. But that but is particularly I'm, good. It is. Never miss an opportunity to go to Freeman, South Dakota, if I can, on somebody else's dime. So I had a good time. Well, there you have it, people. That's all you need to know. A little bit of background on Schmeckfest. It is funny that Bean went by himself. Wow. Fuck Weenie Roast. I want to know who went to Schmeckfest. That, that's the party. I ain't going to lie. That's the fucking like, set the right there. Rock and sauerkraut and German babes the beer. I'm in. Tony Orlando? Fuck. Tony Orlando. Ralph does make a good point. Why are the men and women and children screaming? Here's <laughs> another fascinating song. I kind of forgot where this one came from. David Lynch. That's right. Yeah, it was David Lynch. They would Nicely use that song done. for years. So here's a, here's the background. They discovered it because he made a bizarre video, or this was David Lynch's singing too, and bizarre singing, bizarre song, David Lynch. But here's the background of it. Ah, oh, David Lynch. You so wacky. <laughs> Where did you see this yesterday, Bean? How did you become aware of it? You, you emailed me, and I saw it, and I was like, what the F is this? I don't know how, I mean, it was just one of those things that came across in the internet. The video just came out for David Lynch. He put out a solo record back in November that's fairly honked up, and now he has released a video for the title track called Crazy Clown Time. Now, for folks who don't recognize David Lynch's name, he doesn't work all that often in movies anymore, but he's one of the most brilliant directors of all time. He did uh, Blue Velvet and Lost Highway and Eraserhead. I mean, the guy has just a, a phenomenal track record, he's, but he's a way oddball. Yeah, he's brilliant in a really, really effed up, strange, bizarre way. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who takes meat and hangs it on a, on a clothesline in his yard so he can watch it deteriorate and form maggots. I mean, that's just the type of thing he does for fun. So he's got this song out with this crazy video out. You can go to krock.com or kevinabean.com right now and see the video. How would you describe what's going on in the video to folks? who haven't seen it yet, Kevin. It looks like there's a backyard party going on, and one guy, for some reason, is sitting on a table, and then there's a there's a football player running in place. I guess he's doing the, the beer mug uh, workout. <laughs> and, and then there's a woman who takes off her top, and right. then David Lynch sings very poorly about what's going on. And it's like six minutes long. I, I, there's a, a guy with a mohawk who sets himself on fire. That happens in the video. I defy it's... you to get through the whole thing. <laughs> Here's a little well, bit of the song. Yeah, please, please. Let me hear something. And uh, it's, I'll tell you ahead of time, it's not good. Holy Okay, so what's happening there is there's a guy sitting on a table that has a red shirt, and so he's singing, Paulie has a red shirt. <laughs> Paulie has a red shirt. We get it. David Lynch, weird guy, creative guy, though, interesting. This was the week in 2012 that Adam West finally got his star. And how do you think Ralph celebrated? Let's find out. 
106.7 K Rock is K R O Q. This is the Kevin and Bean Show. We got this, Ralph. Don't no, worry. We I got think, this. I think you guys can leave the room. You slept in. I know. I needed to be rested. I needed to be rested just for this interview. You woke up at 6:30. We had to do two show business. And you must be tired. So right. Take a rest. <laughs> no, take a I'm break. saying we got this interview. Take a coffee break. We're sort of on a roll, so we're good. Yeah, Ralph slept in. On the Monday show, Adam West was going to call in, and they're like, where's Ralph? <laughs> he did show up, and he did interview Adam. Now, here's the actual acceptance speech from when he got the start. I owe a special thanks to K-Rock Radio. Yes, to Kevin and Bean and Ralph Garman here, who spoke a moment ago. Ralph, you are a fine actor. You're a noted collector. You're a radio personality. You're all that stuff. But most of all, you're a good friend. And it's always a pleasure to see you. Thanks for being here uh, today. And thank you, Kevin and Bean and all of your listeners. What you did, you just kept these people fired up into a frenzy. So they would send money and pay for my star. <laughs> appreciate the fact there was no out-of-pocket cost for him himself. So. Who's let Adam him, West? Stop it! Stop! You burn that clip! Burn it! I need to point out, I sent me in that clip, who's Adam West? It's from the Big Bang Theory. So I always got a kick when they played it, just to needle Ralph a little bit. So yeah, it was very cool. Uh, Adam West mentioned K-Rock and Kevin and being Ralph. Very nice. It's funny, when they would have him on, it seemed like everybody else was more interested in him getting the star than he was. But they finally got him well-deserved. This is something I like to call, I always wanted them to do a reverse file where something, a joke was so good it got voted into the Hall of Fame. So we're going to do it now since I have a chance. Uh, this is a, a celebrity or a showbiz beat story about Boy George. And Boy George got beat up last weekend. Kevin, nice work. About? I know how you feel about Boy George. I don't want to beat him up. He was assaulted Saturday night at a club in London, he claims. It doesn't seem like he needs any help in that arena. I'm not sure I understand. He has people over. Remember he had uh, oh. people over that beat him up? And no, he, he's calling he beat, beat the other guy oh, up. he did? No. He, he had the guy chained up in his bedroom. The guy escaped and had to call the cops. <laughs> okay. He was I doing the beating. There was some beating going on in his house. Maybe this is, uh, maybe this this is, is a guy getting him back. Maybe this is karma, you know, like a chameleon. Sometimes it oh! changes. You never know how it's... I'm just saying you never know with karma. Put that Sometimes it changes and you can't, ex- you can't expect the changes because it's very... Oh, yeah. File. File. Boy George didn't say how or why he got beat up. He did post a photo of his swollen eye. No word on whether he filed a police report or not. Uh, some of the police are speculating he just tumbled for you. And so that's oh, I'm <laughs> saying it may not have been an assault. What? I don't even know what you're talking about. That's do we know file. anything about the guy who beat him up? I mean, do we know? Did he even really want to hurt him? I mean, oh, do we, stop is there, it! But I... Oh, Oh, f- you. Okay, so are we voting up or down? Was that funny? Was that fileworthy or a Hall of Fame? That was so good. That was it's, so it's, good. It's funny enough. I remember where I was when that was going live. So that that is oh, one of those memorable so times that they nailed it every time. I'll allow it. Okay, so let's vote. I'm saying thumbs up. up, up, up. Who said thumbs up? Christopher? I, I so was good. out on the first joke, and then it just... Sucked me back in. I, so I'm good. back in. Come on. And Lindsay? <laughs> I don't get any of the references, so <laughs> I need to <laughs> abstain graciously, but file for sure. No. Okay, well, sorry, it won anyway. It was, was that three to one, four to one. So it goes in the Hall of Fame now. So good. Here's a great running joke that they did. It was <laughs> Brett Harrison's birthday. He's an actor. Uh, well, I can't say more because it'll give away the joke. Brett Harrison, very funny, talented actor. He's uh, He was on Reaper. That was a show I, I first discovered him mm. on. Like, What? No. Here we go. Just go ahead. What's the matter, Bean? I just, you, you gave me the willies a little bit there. Well, you right. Talk about the no, Reaper? Please. Uh, well, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of that show. <laughs> but Bean, please don't. Don't fear the Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. No. <laughs> I love so that. So good. Here's a great moment with Kevin. I brought the original in before they made it into a moment, put the jingle and stuff. So just listen to it unfold. Remember, Kevin's going to Kings games and everything. 
Uh, Bill Murray threw out the first pitch at the Cubs game. Bill Murray is a weird, weird guy. And, and lifelong Cubs fan. He goes to almost all of them. Exactly. And uh, they asked him to throw out the first pitch. So what he did was he grabbed the ball and handed it to the catcher and then ran the bases, which no one was expecting. Went all the way to first, second, third, fourth, and then slid at home. <laughs> Then walked out to the mound and threw the pitch. Bill Murray just introduced, and I guess he's going to run the bases first. <laughs> he's not going to have enough left to throw a first pitch. Swing and a miss on a pitch in the dirt. <laughs> it was in the dirt. All right. Now, t- two things. That One happens is, to the best of us. It was hilarious what he did. And if you and if you believe Kevin, he ran to first, second, third, then fourth, then and I then home. home. <laughs> no, I didn't uh, say that. You did. Uh, I love Kevin. I didn't say that right after he said it. So they turned that around. I think the next segment they made it into a moment with. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Handed it to the catcher and then ran the bases. Went all the way to first, second, third, fourth, and then slid it home. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. Wow, it's got those five bases now. <laughs> I didn't know they had. Ch- I knew they changed some of the rules in baseball. I didn't know they added a base. Bean said, "By the way, when we got off the air, Bean said, by the way, you said uh, rounded fourth and then went home.'" And I was like, "No, I didn't. That's ridiculous." That was uh, on the air, also, by yeah. the way. Oh, it was we on the air. air. Yeah, that was also on the air. <laughs> That's hard to keep track. Uh, it's tough uh, sometimes when you're on fourth, man. You're stuck on fourth. You're thinking, "How can I get to home?" Right. I hope somebody will knock me in. That's my point. So I'm getting flashbacks to my. Not remembering the Rick D's April Fool's show that we did. What, Christopher? <laughs> I love I love how Edwin took Edwin counts the same way can't same way Kevin does because he said it was three to one on the vote when it's four to oh, one. See? I am Kevin. And 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 Kevin said he was rounding fourth base. So you basically gave him took away what he, he took away he added what you took away. And it's just like uh, it's calculus, man. It's crazy. Yeah, that's a moment with Christopher right there. Yeah. With Chris. <laughs> that was a fun I one. Just, it's just, it just, I was flabbergasted. Yeah. Edwin took away. So we. <laughs> Kevin added in that moment that he just played right after he did that. And the moment continues. Oh, I so see you what see what said. happened it, was that. That. he doesn't stop. <laughs> what happened was is that Edwin didn't count right. He took away one participant and said it was only three to one instead of four to one. But and then Kevin added a base and said fourth base. You're a host. Well, it's, you can it's mute a question we'll never know the answer to. Terrorist. Let's let's move on here. Fourth base. This was a great call-in topic. They've done this a few times. There was someone in the news. She was complaining that she was too hot. And it was just ruining her life. It's so funny because even if that's true, it just sounds terrible if you say it. So they they took some calls. We're talking about another photo you can see at krock.com right now, which is Samantha Brick. She is the woman who has caused quite the controversy by saying her life is difficult because she is too attractive. There's a lot of downsides to being too beautiful. Listener Lindsay emails in, hey, I hate going out because I get all the attention and my friends don't get any and it's just sad. Yeah, so Lindsay, we know what it's like. I've been out to karaoke with Lindsay, all the guys checking her out. It's a burden. Yeah. So I finally found Lindsay on the show. I knew it would happen eventually. Okay, for reals, though, Monique called in. I love her. And Bean and her together, great chemistry. Hello. Hi. Hi there. Hi, this is Monique. Hi. I'm pretty hot. I'm 5'5". Five five. I'm French, you know, blonde hair, big green eyes. Right. But um, it took a long time to get me to where I am today. I mean, a lot of people don't take that seriously. You know, I was a flight attendant and actual preschool teacher out in Alaska. And now, you know, I work with animals. I've been doing it for three years, and people kind of just look at me like, okay. You work at an animal and, hospital? I did for three years. Mm-hmm. So people size, now, you up now, and, people size you up immediately by your looks, and then they think, well, there must not be much there. Is that what you're saying? Kind of because I'm I'm pretty kind of petite in a way as well. I'm 30, and I mean I don't look like I'm 30. Right. And I think that maybe that may have a lot to do with it because I don't look my age. Yeah. So people don't take me seriously, and it stresses me out. So sometimes I do try to compensate, you know, compensate for that and get you, you ugly know, it up a bit. <laughs> yeah, right. You put on pretend glasses. Of, you sound like my twin. 
<laughs> Kevin's you been know, ugly it up, and he's really good at it. <laughs> I do try to, you know, doll it up a little more than I should when I go out, try to, you know, compensate for saying, hey, look at me, I am 30, I'm, you know, a woman. You and- should. Yeah, well, thank you. I do it well. I'm All right. So, but, but it is. It gets hard, but, you know, I feel for it. But, you know, I'm funny, too, and, you know, they say pretty women aren't funny, and I'm pretty hilarious. You, you are do hilarious. like you, Monique. I will tell you that. <laughs> but, here, but well, thank you, but I do feel for them, and, you know, I, I, I'm definitely not one to uh, pass judgment and stuff. I was raised very well not to do that. So I actually, every time I meet somebody, I can... You know, I look straight through them and always try to see from the inside, and that's how I was. Yeah. All right, but let me ask you this: Do you ever we stop do talking? That. Do I ever what? Stop talking. Do Bean, I ever we stop have. We I'm just it. saying. We it all that was one sentence. Everything she said was one sentence. That's Will all. You I shut said. up, Bean. <laughs> Thank you, Monique, for calling. I'm sorry that you're so hot. It must be a terrible. Thing. I Let's like try. Monique. Uh, I love Monique. That was amazing. Okay, this cracked me up because someone else called in about Monique moments later. Bina, we have to do one more, and that is Vanessa, because she's calling about her sister, Monique, who was the first call we took. I hate Monique so much. Monique was the first call we took. Right. And she wouldn't stop talking. And uh, this is her sister, Vanessa. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Tell us about Monique. Uh, Well, you're right. She doesn't ever stop talking. Okay. (laughs) Hey, good. Check. And she is a very beautiful girl. However, she definitely, when she goes out, wants to be the center of attention and is like, do you think I'm pretty? Do you think I look good? Oh, my God, that guy's staring at me. Oh, my God, that girl totally, look at her. She's staring at me. (laughs) (laughs) Does Does she dress down for work? She told us that. Well, she has to dress down for work. However, however, um, she she makes sure that she always looks her best no matter what. Mm-hmm. And when she's going out, I mean, she's dressed to the nines. <laughs> I'm so, down with that. But but basically, do you think she has any right to complain about problems that are as a result of her being too attractive? Um, I think anybody who complains about being too attractive is just seeking that extra attention of somebody being like, no, you're a beautiful girl. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, my response is always, you should try being ugly. <laughs> because we can tell you that's no party. There's yeah. a whole lot more problems with that than being hot. I'd love that. I was just listening to that this morning and Vanessa calls to bust her sister. <laughs> well done, Vanessa. And well done, Monique, actually. And that's the week that was. Back to you, Steve. <laughs> Who? What? I don't know. Okay, guys, I got to go now. Night, night. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Say, say bye for awesome. everybody, Jen. Love everyone. Bye. Say bye for everyone. End the podcast, Jen. She okay, just did. so thanks for listening. You found us already. You can give us a message. We're on websites and social media, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and we. Oh, with her. <laughs> <laughs> and if you found us, we're all good. We'll see you next week. Bye. Blah, 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 guys. Blah, I'm John, the lie detector guy. I've been testing since the 1980s. Tested over 10,000 people. Nobody can beat my lie detector. Get ready now while I remove my mask. There, darling. What do you think? Oh, please. Put it back. Drought! I never met a girl like you before. Miranda. Miranda. Where's Andre? Where, what happened to Andre? <laughs> Where is Andre? <laughs> 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 <laughs>